Good morning. It's Monday, May 11th. We're reading through the Old and New Testaments. I'm here to give you a little lay of the land before you get into your reading this morning. And we start a brand new book, 2 Kings, which remember they were initially one book, but they're divided just for the sake of size. So there's no big distinction between these books in terms of the flow of the story. Elijah is still in the middle of his ministry. Actually, he comes to the end of his ministry here. Uh, we learn about his odd outfit here in chapter one. Uh, Ahaziah gets injured, seeks a false god. Uh, Elijah's not happy about that, of course. It's defection at the highest level in Israel. So when the messengers come to Elijah, they get treated uh, really harshly in response to them trying to uh, wrangle uh, Elijah 50 against one at a time. And it's no problem, of course, uh, when you're standing with God and the truth and the prophet of God is not gonna be uh, mocked or maligned and manipulated and they get taken out 50 at a time. So crazy story here in chapter one, but a helpful one for us just to remember God's power and the truth of those who stand with God. Chapter two, the end of Elijah's ministry, he gets taken up in a chariot of fire. What a strange uh, thing this is as well. Uh, a picture of what the Bible talks about there as Paul tells the Thessalonians, we're gonna be harpazoed or caught up together, the Greek word in Latin to be raptured up. Uh, we get the word rapture from the Latin word to be caught up to meet the Lord in the air. And here's uh, Elijah getting caught up to his reward to meet his God and bodily picked off the earth. Uh, uh, interesting picture. And, and Elisha, now Elijah and Elisha, Elisha is the next prophet here who takes up the primary spotlight in Israel as the spokesman for God. And he takes the mantle and uh, this ministry continues. Israel, it says uh, in chapter three, goes to war with Judah and with Edom to fight against Moab. And maybe you get to go to the back of your Bible today and look at the maps just to remember how that's all situated. Moab, uh, a powerful kingdom at this point. Elisha helps these kings. They don't deserve it. Uh, certainly some of the things that have been recorded about what's going on in Israel at this point, but uh, God is gracious and Moab is defeated and Elisha ends up being uh, instrumental in all of that. You can read about in chapter three. So we've got three chapters in the Old Testament and then we finish chapter three in John, which uh, again comes off the most famous section in all of the Bible, the uh, discussion with Nicodemus. And now we have John the Baptist in the final stages here of chapter three as he's baptizing, gives us some very memorable lines. He says he's not the Christ. He's got a decrease, Christ must increase. The one who comes from heaven is above all. Think about that. None of us come from heaven, right? Uh, we are earthborn. Uh, Jesus is the only pre-existent one uh, who comes from heaven, from God's throne and takes on human flesh. If you think about that, the only unique uh, birth ever, right? The most unique, the, the only one in the category, uh, the pre-existent one takes on human flesh. So anyway, he's above all, he's the king. He's the one of Daniel 7 who's to have all of the uh, accolades of the world and submission of those who live on the earth. Uh, Philippians chapter two is the passage I want to take you to today as we think about our responsibility to one another. I've been calling them the community imperatives, things that we're supposed to do as it relates to one another. They're not worded as one another's, but this may be helpful as we think about your uh, responsibilities. I just kind of move through Philippians here in terms of bringing joy to your leaders. Again, here's another one that may seem a little self-serving and I certainly didn't pick it for that reason. I'm just going through this book, but here here is a passage where uh, Paul says to the Philippians, he says, make my joy complete. He says, complete my joy and just be of the same mind, same love, full of, uh, of being in full accord and of one mind. He speaks to their unity, bringing him joy, and he commands them, hey, you guys together, uh, make your leaders happy by being, in this case, 
unified. And there's a lot of disunity in the church at Philippi, and Paul's trying to fix that. Eodia and Syntyche, as we've looked at already in this series, they have conflict. He tells them to get along with one another. That's one of our one another passages. But here he says, listen, that would make me happy. And that certainly reminds me of a passage I always quote when we bring a new leader on staff, and I put them on the platform, and we talk about them being uh, shepherding in some way in our church. And I tell you to obey your leaders, submit to them, for they're keeping watch over your souls Those as those who will give an account. And it says, let them do this with joy and not with groaning. And I can tell you, and I, I don't know who I'm speaking to this morning, but um, there are those that bring joy and there are those that bring groaning. And the ones that bring groaning are those who unfortunately are the kinds of divisious, uh, divisive and factious people in the church. And I would encourage you to bring joy to your leaders. Whatever level of leadership we're dealing with in church could be your small group leader, uh, sub-congregational pastor, or certainly to me in some fashion as you respond rightly to the word and you learn to set aside uh, foolish differences and be unified in Christ and together to have, as it says here, being of uh, the same love, having the same mind, being in full accord with one mind, what joy that brings your leaders. And that, it says, would be a benefit to you. It would be no advantage to you if you didn't let your leaders do their job with joy. So as self-serving as that may be, at risk of sounding that way, I would encourage you today, as I put it, bring joy to your spiritual leaders. That's the one another or the community imperative. Bring joy to your spiritual leaders today just by living the Christian life, living out what you're being taught. So I hope that's an encouragement to you. We'd love for you to continue to join us and subscribe to our daily uh, podcast here in this video. We want to take you through the Bible and make sure we get a lay of the land every morning. We'll be back tomorrow as we continue through 2 Kings and the Gospel of John. Mm -hmm.